You're listening to the Biblicist Podcast, designed to equip, challenge, and encourage believers to look at life through the lens of Scripture. If you have any questions about today's episode or have a topic you would like to hear on this podcast, please email us at thebiblicistpodcast at gmail.com. Hey, everybody. I'm here in Franklin, uh, Indiana with Pastor Brian Reese. Um, They planted here uh, about a year ago, Um, but uh, I'm asking him if he'll be able to um, share with us a little about uh, who you are, your family, um, about uh, how God led you to plant uh, in Franklin and what God's been doing over the past year. Yeah, sure. Um, my background, I didn't grow up in a Christian home. So for me, I came to faith at 15 years old. Uh, this is a brief overview of my life. <laughs> but I, I came to faith in Christ at 15 years old from a friend from public school that invited me to church. Uh, at the church, I met my wife. We've been together since we were 16. So we were high school sweethearts and met in youth group. And so uh, all those out there in youth group, um, your wife may be just like a couple seats down from you right now. So, <laughs> but, um, so we've been, we got married at 20 and started right off in the ministry. And so we did youth ministry uh, here in Indiana for five years. Uh, we served down at Hope Children's Home in Tampa, Florida, raising boys for a few years uh, before we came back to Indiana and started our first church. Uh, so 10 years ago, just over 10 years ago, we started Blue River Baptist Church about 20 miles south of where we are right now uh, in Edinburgh, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And um, that church uh, was a blessing, small town, Indiana. God did great things and uh, healthy, thriving, great church going on down there right now. And uh, so we're thrilled for that. But when God led us away, we didn't know what we were going to do next uh, and I wasn't sure what the next step was until God finally showed me. And we were, uh, we were going to go to the mission field of Thailand. And that's actually where I, I met you and, and Pastor Joel yes, is while we were preparing to go to Thailand to do missions work. We were going to go do church planting over there. And so we were traveling around, raising support to prepare to go to Thailand to preach the gospel and start churches. And about two years into deputation, raising support, my wife had severe allergy problems that just really broke loose out of nowhere, uh, putting her in the emergency room on six occasions within about a month, life-threatening emergency room trips that halted all of our travels and all our plans and, and really sent us into a time of prayer and fasting about what we needed to do. And God finally directed us that, that we're not going overseas. And that was hard uh, to accept, but we ended up... Um, accepting the fact that that we were not going to Thailand. But then the pastor who was now pastoring the church we had planted said, Brian, if God's closing the door to go to Thailand, why don't you pray about staying here and starting another church? Hmm. You started this church with a a heart to eventually plant churches, and I think we're ready to do it. Why don't you be our first church plant, Hmm. you know? And I'm like, wow, uh, let me me pray about that. I'm like, "Where, where are you thinking? And he said, my heart is burdened for Franklin. Um, Franklin um, is the county seat of the county just south of Indianapolis. And so it's a city of about 28,000. It's where he grew up and, and he had a burden, but that's where we owned our home. Like we lived here already. And it's like, here we are preparing to go to the other side of the world. <laughs> and God tells us to stay right where we already lived and start a church. And, and it almost... Uh, it, that almost took more faith to make that decision <laughs> wow. than to go to Thailand, honestly, wow. you know, 
um, because it's like that just made too much sense. Like it really, if this is what God you really want, we'll do that. And so we stayed here and a year ago planted Community Baptist Church here in Franklin. And so that's a short version of, yeah. of how we ended up where we are wow. right now. Yeah. That's awesome. So let me ask you, Ryan, what has been uh, the greatest challenge? This is, I think, this is the second time you've planted a church. And so what has been uh, the greatest challenge in your experience in, in planting a brand new church? Yeah, the greatest challenge that, that, that I feel like we've experienced this time around in church planting is um, not trusting in, in my own ability to do it. Mm. Uh, I, I, honestly, I guess that's a challenge and a blessing, but, mm. but it's almost like I, I've, I've got to the point where I, I, um, I know this is his church and if he's going to build it, it's going to be, it's going to be his to build. Yeah. And so, but that's, that, and, and that's a great blessing, but to me, it's a great challenge because I want to take all the, the responsibility for the success and failure on <laughs> myself. And, yeah. and, um, and I think so one of the biggest challenging challenges in starting something is, is trusting God with the outcome and, and not trying to, to take the responsibility of that on myself. So when there's good attendance or when there's bad attendance, I can't take credit for it. Right. But I also struggle to not take responsibility <laughs> for it. Right. And that's a challenge, I guess, in starting a church. Uh, and this time around, one of the biggest challenges I think that we faced this time planting a church is the people that God has sent our way. Um, several of the families are coming from a place where they were out of church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were disenfranchised with church. They had been hurt or burned with a prior church experience. And ministering to those folks, um, it's been a challenge of, of letting God do the work uh, in their life because um, if I try to rush it or push something, um, it's almost like, I don't know, church PTSD. It's like mm. they're, they're going to they're gonna pull back, but letting God do the work in their life. And, and it's been a challenge because those, the people had left church. Some of them, you know, one, one particular situation, you know, uh, was a family that, that not only were they without hope that there was a good church that, that, that they could go to, but in situations in their life, she was struggling with suicidal thinking mm. and out of church. And it's a blessing now to see how that family is faithful and involved and serving and God is doing a great restoration work yeah. where they were done with church wow. and, uh, and, and, and God's, God's doing a great work. Um, but in that actually that it's a, it's it, the challenge is working with people to whom church was something that they didn't think they would be involved in again. Yeah. And, um, and dealing with the trust issues that come from hurt in prior situations. We've had, honestly, in this situation of church planting, I feel like we've done more counseling level work than, than, any, than, than any time in the last church we planted. Wow. Uh, just with a different kind of group of people God sent our way. And uh, so it's, I, I guess that's been, been one of the biggest challenges this time around um, it, with this church plant for me. To follow that up, Brian, what is, what is the greatest reward 
in church planting because it's a lot of work. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into it. I mean, we're only about four years old and we're in those early days of setting up and taking down and wondering if anyone's going to show up and yeah. all those things. And so there's a lot of challenges that you can go through and, and all of our challenges are unique too. Yeah. Um, and But with all that being said, it's like, well, why do that? What's What's been the greatest reward? Yeah. The thing I love about church planting is the ability from day one to to set a vision and a direction for a church so you don't have to go in and recreate a culture of a church. You can set a culture. And yeah. uh, and that's something I've loved about this. So we have the core values of our church. And you can set that that tenor of that tone in the church from day one. And, uh, and the, you know, I think there's, there's a blessing with church planting that you don't have the community baggage, I guess, mm-hmm. of, of an established church maybe to where, uh, you know, when people hear about our church, it's brand new to them. And yeah. And so there's an ex- there's an excitement level of that. I think that's that's a joy. Is is everything's new? Everything's exciting. Everything's joyous. Everything's the vision. All that stuff. It's all new, and you can just move forward with what God's leading you to do. And uh, and so that's really um, to me that's a huge blessing. And and getting seeing people the light bulbs come on hmm. in their head of. Basically, in a church plant, everybody's got to be a minister. It's yeah. like nobody, they, yeah. you can't have any um, uh, bystanders uh, in, in such a small church plant. It's like seeing people come and, and, and realize, like, I can't just come and sit here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a church plant. There's so much. I got to get involved in seeing yes. people serve and, and jump in in ways that, uh, that almost may be a little uncomfortable for them. And, mm-hmm. and seeing people jump in and serve, it's all, it's all new and exciting and enjoy so I think that that's one big blessing of church planting yeah and uh, and our church plant we've we've decidedly taken an approach in our church plant to be be very outward focused yeah. and uh, and I think that's just a blessing you can just totally set the tone of like our church is here to reach out and it's not about what's going on in these yeah. walls because these walls aren't even our walls you know? <laughs> we're being somewhere that's not ours and and so we can just you know it's it's all about pushing people outward for ministry. Yes, and, uh, and I love that about church planting. That's great. I love it. I love it. Let me, let me, one last question for you, Brian. And I think this is important. I know that like, I mean, for you guys, you know, and of even thinking, you know, of what God wanted you to do and then the plan switched and for you to plant here in Franklin. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's people, cause I know, I know there's always there's there's that God is moving people to action there's people that maybe God is speaking to about planting on the foreign mission field. Um, or maybe it's um, to go move to another state, whether it's to plant a church or to, to help another church or whatever it looks like. It doesn't have to be church planting. It doesn't have to be foreign missions. But maybe God is leading you to do something else or even more than what you're currently doing. But you, you're on the fence of like, oh, should I just dive in and trust God? Or should I just kind of wait and sit back and hope someone else does it? What could be some words of encouragement to those that, and, it's, and it can be hard, it can be really hard. They're on the fence and they, they think they're supposed to do something. Maybe they're not even sure what it is yet. But, yeah. but And that's the cases a lot of times. We know something's going to happen. We don't know what it is yet. What kind of word of encouragement or challenge could you give them um, or share with them to help them with that? My, my encouragement to you would be stop trying to write God's narrative for your life. Hmm. Um, He has a narrative, a desire, a will, a direction for your life that that is better. And so I feel like when we went through all these changes of direction, uh, you know, I kept trying to figure out what God was doing. I kept trying to 
to read into the story of, of what God was doing and give it purpose and meaning. I guess that's somewhat natural to do. Um, but in a lot of ways, I, I was either trying to control the story, control the narrative that was given, uh, or I, was, I feel like I was trying in some ways to, to spiritualize the story in a way that was like some kind of mystical experience like God, God's doing this great mystical thing to, to lead me. <laughs> and, and what I really learned is in the midst of it, I need to stop trying to, to write or, or, or read my own interpretation into the narrative of God's story for my life. Uh, it's going to take twists and turns. Yeah. It's going to take dips and rises yeah. and it's going to change. Uh, and the biggest thing I need to do in the midst of the narrative of my life is trust God, yeah. uh, who is the author and finisher of my faith. Yeah. Uh, so, so my narrative, he's writing it, and yeah. it's a story of faith. And everything that I go through is a, a building, uh, a, 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 a um, strengthening of my faith. Do I trust him? Will I follow him? And I, I don't even know what he's going to do tomorrow, um, let alone 10 years from now. But what I have learned through all these changes and challenges is I can trust him with writing the narrative of my life. Yeah. If that narrative of my life takes us to Thailand in 10 years mm. and, and, and takes us back to where we thought we were going to go, then I trust him. If yeah. we're here 10, 20 years, yeah. I trust him. If, if something changes next week, I've learned that, that, that I, need to, I need to resign my author's pen from trying to write the narrative <laughs> of my life and trust God with my future Trust God with my life. Trust God with the narrative. And, um, and he's better at it than I am. And he's yes, trustworthy. Sir. And, you know, I don't know what God may be leading any of you to do. But I can tell you this. Uh, let him write the story. Yeah. Let him be the, the, the one who is the author and finisher of your faith story. And uh, whether that takes you across the street or around the world, um, it's all about the gospel, no matter where you are. But if God decides to take a twist or a turn in your life, let me just tell you, you can trust him. He is trustworthy, a hundred percent. And uh, and and he, the story he's got for your life is better than anything you could write for yourself. Thanks for listening to the Biblicist podcast. I hope it has been a blessing to you. Once again, if you have a question about today's episode or have a topic you would like to hear discussed, please email us at thebiblicistpodcast at gmail.com. Until next week, remember, read the Bible, live the Bible. Have a blessed day.